Welcome to episode 15 of Trivial Arguments. We've got double trouble in the house tonight. Matt is back for his record-breaking sixth time, uh, but we also have Casey here for his third time, which puts him in second overall. Uh, we'll, discuss the, yeah, <laughs> we'll discuss the no fun league and its insanely idiotic taunting rule. We'll guess who makes it to the playoffs. Uh, last week's bracket was well-received by all 15 fans. So we'll do that again. Uh, I promise for those who enjoy the trivia, we'll fluctuate between the two. But for tonight, it, we're doing a bracket. Uh, this one should be near and dear to the three of our hearts as we're doing Disney songs. Uh, the seeds are based on the year the movie came out. And in doing so, there's probably some rough ones right out of the gate. But without further ado, Matt, Kevin, how are you guys? Doing great. Doing well. Uh, I know you actually got me on here to talk about my uh, my softball championship that I won yesterday. I've been doing a lot of interviews lately. My three for three performance in the championship game may have won us the game. I'm not going to say that, you know, my three RBIs are the reason why we won the game that we won by one run. But, you know, here I am. But, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, like I said, I've been doing interviews nonstop today because of that game. I know. Uh, Humble as ever. Uh, Every, everyone's been asking me about it yeah your publicist was very nice when i tried to to book this meeting it sounded a lot like you but yeah don't don't worry about my my two errors that i had in the top of the seventh which forced uh which fo uh, forced us to go into the bottom of the seventh to win the game there but uh yeah you don't need to worry about that pressure burst pipes that's what i'm hearing god dang <laughs> Looks like uh, the, the pressure didn't get to you and you were, you managed to focus and uh, come up for the team when you needed to. So Yeah, yeah. Fun win, fun win, fun season. Uh, the fact that we played until November 9th uh, is a little ridiculous. It was cold <laughs> shit the last two weeks. Uh, you can thank Mother Nature and all the rain outs to force the, the couple extra weeks that we played. But, yeah, softball's over. Back to hibernation now until May, so yeah. So, so was it like a ten-minute rain delay and then a championship? Or <laughs> well, we didn't have the the hundred eight-year drought uh, <laughs> uh, hanging over us. Had we only had a three-year championship drought? So, what is that in softball years? Is that like dog years? Yeah, yeah. You actually multiply it by about thirty-one, so <laughs> roughly, roughly one hundred eight years. Yeah. Yeah, it, it translates. I'm not going to do the math, but if it does get remotely close to 108, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> it doesn't. If you were, please, please, please do the math. Please just do the math. I need the math. <laughs> Anyways, so you're talking about softball in a championship. Um, sorry, I, I didn't mean to to taunt you on that one. Um, I, I know it's pretty fickle. But um, did I'm assuming both of you watched Monday Night Football? I did. I did. I actually just moved into my condo. Uh, it was the first full game I sat, watched from beginning to end with all my furniture in. So that was exciting. Sat down, watched Monday Night Football, and first half came and went. And then I said, who the hell is this team? And then the second half, I'm like, these guys could win a Super Bowl. If those refs weren't calling the game, that's all I'm going to say. That's. <laughs> I was on a plane back from Nashville 
And I was able to successfully pull off the not look at my phone and nobody tell me the score. And I was able to watch the game as if I had no idea what was happening the next morning, which is a feat in itself. I can say, I do say so myself. Walking through an airport with the games on at every bar and not even glancing at a single time to see what the score was. I, that's, that's a pat on the back for me. It's uh, we're all how I met your mother fans, right? Yeah. When they had like the goggles and the, uh, the sensory deprivator 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> was it, he, he forgot the sauce or something and he went back in there and yeah, the sauce for the wings. Yeah. So you got to see it from the comfort of your own home. Man, them uh, come very close, but uh, not succeed. I mean, it was a good game by for Fields. I mean, if we're counting almost and, you know, like just counting performance-based stuff, he looked good. But, I mean, I think they got screwed out of that game. And I don't want to say that as, you know, strictly just a Bears fan because it's very easy to say, oh, the ref screwed us. And you could say that every week, you know. <clears throat> Well, the, the loyal listeners of this podcast know that I'm not a Bears number one guy. I'm, I'm a I'm a Colts fan number one. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll root for the Bears. You know, I, I won't actively root against them unless they're playing the Colts. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not even the biggest Bears fan. And they were just robbed of that game. I mean, so many bad calls. The taunting. I, I know that, yeah, taunting's a rule now and you got to follow the rules. But that wasn't taunting. <laughs> Yeah. Like when they showed the replay and you can see like, you know, like the referee was basing it off of intent. So when I'm, yeah. watching, when I'm like, okay, I'm also basing it off of intent. I was like, his line of sight is not even pointed at the bench. And then the rest like, well, you have to, you know, determine intent. And he was taunting. I was like, he never even looked at him. I was like, what are you talking about? I, I a hundred percent agree with that. I, to play devil's advocate, Every, I think everybody knows that there's reputations when it comes to officiating and the bears are known as like an undisciplined team. Like it's, it's very clear with, with how many false starts and how many times we line up offside, there's reputation involved. So all of that crappy, terrible calls, it, it's, it's part of, it's part of all sports. It's, I mean, it's the reason that everybody hates officials, yeah. but it, it, I looked at it in more in less upset the bears and more just like yeah this is exactly how it goes as a bears fan this is it this is exactly we do this to ourselves we shoot ourselves in the foot and then we shoot ourselves in the foot then we get the crappy calls on top of it and it's almost impossible to come through in that game for that reason yeah oh well my we get the good thing is we get if we if we think the taunting call was that bad which we all do it was terrible gave him 15 yards it was fourth and 15 gave him the first down that they obviously scored however if we all agree that that was kind of a BS thing, we can call it a game-winning touchdown drive for Justin Fields, which I'm cool with. It's like, oh, the points wouldn't have mattered. Scored the touchdown. They wouldn't have had to score a touchdown to win or kick a field goal. I couldn't remember what it would have been, but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, to me, it's not even just, you know, obviously we're talking about football, but it's baseball. It's, you know, basketball. When the refs, you know, when the last, like, you know, a couple of plays are happening, when they're in a position to determine the game, uh, I absolutely hate that. Like that taunting call where the, I mean, I don't know what you guys think if the ref intentionally put his hip out or whatever. And do you think that the flag was tied to that at all? He says it wasn't, but I mean. No, he, he the, the ref was clearly reaching for the flag already, but yeah. the hip 
was just so weird. Like Cassius March even said, he's like, if I if we touch the ref at all, he's like, I'm kicked out of the game and possibly fined or suspended. He's like, and there's no repercussion for him doing that to me. You know, I think that there's like they should be held to a higher standard that they hold the players to, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you could tell, like, just slowing down the video, I was like, he pivoted like towards him. Yeah. I don't know, was... Like, you see somebody come out of the corner of your eye and you instinctively turn to him. But I mean, you could watch it all day. It looks like he turns his body and like almost sticks out his hip. If we're going back to what you said about judging intent, and that's 100% what the official's doing, we're going to do the same. And he had every intention of making contact with him. And he, I, some about the smug look on his face as he was throwing that flag in the air, the way he let his hand down a little bit, like he just hit a, a game seven three pointer, just like hand in the cookie jar after he threw that flag, just like, I, I run this show. Yeah. He kept that hand up like I just threw the fourth bag of a four-bagger to win the game. That's what like, it was. Oh, I'm calling my shot. Here it is. Like, he, he knew what he was doing. 100%. Yeah. I mean, do you think, like, I don't want to, you know, say, like, t- like, the new rules, like, ruining the game or whatever, but, I mean, do you guys – I mean, watching on Monday, I was like, okay, like, the Bears were out of it, and then they were back in it, and it almost seemed like the game was taken from them. And it's like, who who would want to watch this? I mean, to, to quote the great – I know we're talking Disney songs later, but to quote the greatest Disney movie of all time, Remember the Titans, let the boys play. Come on, let the boys play, Cheetah. <laughs> you got to let the boys play. Like, like, I mean, what's so wrong with looking at a sideline? What's so long – I mean, they weren't, they, were, <clears throat> they weren't even, off, like, offsides on – yeah, okay. One of the offsides were they were definitely doing false starts. Yeah, they were doing that. But, like, let them play. You're throwing the flag every single fucking play. Like, you can't do that. You got to let them play some things, you know? You yeah. well, like I said, when the refs are in a position to determine the game, it's like that, that to me, it's like this, it's almost unwatchable. Mm-hmm. The, the Bears the, were the out, other... they're back in and they're making a run. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, now it's taunting that's. Like, didn't the taunting call give uh, the Steelers a first down? Yeah. 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 Uh, and and the sack happened. The, the reason why he was taunting was because he sacked him on third down, which forced fourth down. The punt team was coming out to yeah. give the ball back with a minute, two minutes left, something like that. With, yeah, it was like a minute 40 maybe or something. So. But, yeah, it's like, you know, they're – like both teams are in a position to win – it's like he had them dead to rights on that third down. Punt team was coming on, and they were like, oh, taunting. So how can you determine that rule in that moment? I, I just think the, the rule itself is insanely stupid just because it's like you're trying to attract even not just football. Like you're like when you're taking the passion out of the sport, I was like, if I just got a touchdown, yeah, I'm going to be pretty excited about it. If I just sacked the quarterback on – you know, third down to bring out the punt team. I was like, I'm going to be excited about it. I was like, and if you're making me stifle that, I was like, who is this fun for? I mean, taunting happens in every single sport. You know, you got bad flips in baseball. You know, you got the, the shoot the three, turn around and look at the opponent at the opponent's bench, which like Steph does, which he actually missed the other day doing that, which is yeah. <laughs> it's like, Taunting happens in sports. You're going to do that. You, you do it in, in fifth grade basketball. You do it in the pros. You're going to taunt. You can't call that a penalty. Yeah. At the highest level of, of football. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, you know, you hurt his feelings. So 
15 yard penalty, 10 yard penalty. It's like, what are we even out here doing? It's like you're grown ass men tackling each other. I was like, at, at which point are you going to put aside the, you know, he, well, he looked at the bench. I was like, even if he did, like he had you guys on third down, like they were, your team is down. They were going to get the ball back. Like why the hell wouldn't I have been excited about that? Yeah. It just seems stupid to me. I pulled, I pulled up the actual rule and the, the def- definition of taunting. the use of baiting or taunting acts or were under ill will between teams. If you look at the Steelers sideline, none of them were even looking back at Cassius Marsh. He's he's standing in the middle of the field. So how is that? How is what he was ill will between teams? It makes absolutely no sense. And it's one of these rules that the NFL does every two or three years, where they make just like this dumb, dumb rule, and then the world is like against it, and then they get to take it away, and everybody's like, oh. And it drives me crazy because you can do this with, you know, I, I just remember like, I don't even know, was it high school when nobody knew what a catch was and that was like the biggest thing. And then they finally got it figured out and nobody even like, it's obvious now, right? The that issue doesn't come up anymore. It's because they fixed it, but they're also the, the people that rule to begin with. And it happens all the time. Stupid. Now they're emphasizing taunting. And for what reason it's, it, Drives me absolutely crazy. Did they try out the taunting rule in preseason? I, I don't remember it being. I mean, that's when they that's when they enforce these things. Like, oh, we're going to call more defensive holding this year. You know, like things like yeah. that. They always like have the points of emphasis. It was said. It was said. This is a point of emphasis. But I don't. The first time. I mean, just being a Bears fan, watching the Bears games. I remember the first time was when uh, Gibson was clapping at the guy on an incomplete pass on the ground. And that's when the flat, first taunting flag was thrown where I'm just like, okay, this rule really sucks. I don't remember if that was week one or week two. But my thing is, it's like, but that's, I thought preseason was for like, hey, we're going to like roll out this rule, like kind of gauge, you know, interest or like whether it works or not. I can't imagine it went over well. It's, it seems stupid. I, I mean, feel like that. I feel like that what you're talking then is happens more in basketball than it does in football where it's just like dipping your toe in to like take the temperature of what this is. I feel like that happens in preseason basketball all the time. Like I, I remember one preseason for basketball where you couldn't show up an official included like slapping your wrist to like, let them know, like, even if you didn't say words, if you just like, it would be, it would be automatic technical foul. And then obviously everybody was like, well, you can't do this. And then of course they didn't. So I feel like, that like testing it out and seeing if they'll actually like it, which like the NBA, which is like an actual functioning league and makes decisions that like most fans kind of agree with mm-hmm. changing things about the game that that works for them. And it's a, it's a reason that that works. And then the NFL is just like jur- judge jury executioner style and nobody likes anything that they do, but yet we're still all slaves to Sundays and we'll watch for, for as many months, as many weeks as they'll give us. Adam Silver is the people's commissioner. I mean, like, like he can just like scroll through Twitter and be like, oh, people want to see this. All right, sure. I'll do that. Like, you'll never get that with the NFL. The NFL fans will never be happy with the commissioner. Like, it's until. Go ahead. I was going to say. Nobody will be happy with the commission based on the commissioner. Yes. But I think that if Roger Goodell for whatever reason, rolled out of bed and decided he was going to do the Adam Silver thing, would just like 
the players and the fans actually want and then implement that. Did any fan in the history of the NFL? That's not true. I don't want to go that, that I'm, I'm generalizing a little too much. This is a white did man. Anybody, <laughs> did, did anybody say, <laughs> did anybody say, I really hate when that other team, when that team, when that guy on the other team looks at my team for a little bit too long, I wish it was a 15 yard penalty. <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever said that. And that's what they, in their heads, determined what would make the game better. It doesn't, it just, it's crazy. Yeah. So, so, you, so you've never watched a football game with a, uh, with a pissed off uncle then I take it, huh? See, that's why I didn't want to just, I would, it was too broad, you know, that's why I had to pull for the, the amount of times I've heard my uncle say, act like you've been there before. Come on. What are you doing? Huh? Get off Is, the field. Stop celebrating. Like, does, like how, does that uncle do it for his team or only against his team? He does it for everything. He, he, I mean, he hates the team. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that, those are the people, but why are we listening to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I can't imagine anybody was like, hey, you know what would make this uh, sport better? If we took away fun. I was like, if you tackle nope. a guy in an open field and, you know, you stop him from getting a touchdown or whatever, you're supposed to put your arms to your side and just walk to your bench. Like, hey, that was nice. And at some point, you know, maybe you flash a smile to one of your teammates and they're like, oh, we didn't like that. So, well, that's the uh, the national treasure that I like to call Marshawn Lynch when uh, when they were really strict about the touchdown celebrations a few years ago. He scored, he scored a big touchdown and everyone went to go celebrate with him. And he just like stood there with his feet planted and started shaking everyone's hand. He started, shaking, oh, Hey, this is how I'm supposed to celebrate. Good job. Good job. Good job. Like, and then he walked off the field. Like, like that's what, like he's, that was like his joke. Like, Oh, this is what they want. We can't celebrate. So this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. The joke with that one though, is Roger Goodell literally creamed his pants when that happened. He's <laughs> like, we finally did it. We did it, boys. <laughs> he said there. All this, mom. <laughs> mom, we did it. The sport's better. <laughs> Were you watching? No, you're not watching. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's Roger. <laughs> yeah, your son. <laughs> uh, I know the taunting rules garbage, mom. I, I don't know if I'll see you for Thanksgiving. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> but while you guys were uh, taunting me, um, with your words, I was. Can we have the producer put booze in and all your taunting jokes. Can is can we have that? Like just add it in. The rules is like. <laughs> I'm only making it better for the audience to get on board. That every time I say the word taunting, it's like, ah, oh, this is annoying. Nobody wants this. So you're welcome, America. In the long game. Yeah, it's all a long con. I'm actually not even recording this. <laughs> Just talking to my buddies. That's the only way I can get you guys to talk to me. <laughs> That's not true. We are recording. Don't for a second think that my time is that valuable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the taunting rule is garbage and the no fun league is at it again. But uh, do you think based on... Um, it's not going to stop any of us from not watching football. We'll still be... I mean, Bears aren't playing this week. They're on a bye, but we'll yeah, all be... Our TVs on Sunday, watching it, bitching about the bets that we place, or fantasy leagues, or DraftKings. We're NFL is king, and it always will be, no matter what they do or whatever the players are doing, or whatever the 
coaches are doing, everyone's still going to watch. It's a multi-billion dollar industry for a reason because it's the greatest sport out there. Yeah. Even if the three of us were like, you know what? I'm done watching football. They're like, oh, three? Okay. (laughs) That's fine. You'll A, be back. B, you can complain on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays. (laughs) Like we have your attention three days a week, and we know it. So, well, not Saturdays in the for the first round of the playoffs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that there's anybody? Um, what, what are we at week ten? Do you think that there's anybody that you can think for sure, like, oh, like this is a Super Bowl team, or they're like running away with it? So I was writing down the records, and I don't really see anybody that's really like tearing it up and walking away with it. The records are hard to go off of, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, Packers. Uh, other than that week one and the one week that that Rodgers didn't play, yeah, good team. I think I'm not yeah. champs right now, but if I were to look at it, week ten, a little bit more than halfway through the season, I I want to put money on the Packers, but I physically can't do that because i hate aaron Rodgers. yeah not host of jeopardy thank god <laughs> i now no, go, go ahead i hate that i agree with that i do, i'm not as confident in them as you would be where i'd be willing to put my own money on them yeah it I just I feel like there's there's so many holes in their roster that's always covered by Aaron Rodgers. It's it's kind of that that I mean there's a reason they lose in the NFC Championship game every year, right? It's like it's they're not really a complete team, although their defense has like actually stepped up, and it feels like they they might be decent this year. But it's I don't know I and it's I try to take my bias out. Like obviously I also hate the Packers, but. I, I'm not as confident for whatever reason. It's it's like when I when I watch the the Bucks and it's like okay, well that's Tom Brady and it's like okay, similar thing, right? It's like Brady can cover up some holes in a team, but if I'm looking at the rest of the roster and we're doing that same comparison, and we're doing the top, we take Tom Brady and take Aaron Rodgers out. I lean more towards the Bucks in that case, even though it's hard to repeat in the NFL. If if we did this same exact question last week. I would have said Bills against the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. No doubt about it. Like, chalk it up right now. You know, go ahead, start printing all the merchandise. And then the Bills lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then the Cowboys uh, lost to the Broncos. I mean, it's the, I mean, it's the standard, you know, any given Sundays, you know, they're professional athletes too. Anyone can win in this league. You know, and football is one of those sports where, you know, anyone can make it to the – you make it to the playoffs and any team can f- stumble their way into the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, AFC, it's Bills, Chargers, Ravens, Titans, NFC, Cowboys, Cardinals, Packers, Bucks. Yeah, even um, – yeah, the team, you, you want to say them, you know, but then they just lost the best running back in the league that their team just revolves around, but then they go ahead and then they, they win again without them. So it's, it's such a, it's such a weird season this year. Yeah. 
This that's why it's it's not an easy. The fact that you were able to you were going to say Bills, Cowboys like that definitively even last week. That's crazy to me because I I feel like all these teams got weird holes and I feel like this is going to be one of these years that's like who's the team of destiny not like who's the best team like who's going to take the wild card spot and like win four games and make it to the and win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. I that like that team feels like the Ravens for whatever reason to me it's just every time maybe I'm like putting so much stock into that fourth quarter comeback that. Lamar Jackson had I forget I, who I don't remember who that was against. It was against the Colts. It was against the Colts. <laughs> oh, against the Colts. It was against the Colts. Yeah. Who, who were still kind of considered a good team at that time. You know, your the four and five record is uh, I don't know. Who knows about uh, Carson Wentz? But yeah, the Ravens for whatever reason I don't know. I just I. It's like if I'm betting with my gut, and it's like are they actually going to do it? And it feels like no, because everybody remembers that like loss to the Titans in the playoffs when Lamar looked terrible. It's like, but is the, but you watch him from the pocket now and he's not just a running quarterback. And it's, I think they might have the chance to do it, but they might be that same kind of like, I know they're first in their, in the division, but they might be that kind of like at the ball bounces their way. And I can, I, I can see that. If you had to, Absolutely, right now, at, on this podcast, say the Super Bowl matchup. We'll start with Casey. Are you still going Bills Cowboys based on the eight teams that I've said, or do you think it's a team outside of the, these eight? Like I said last week, I would have said Bills Cowboys. I still think that I still think that those are two of the best teams. Packers, like you, you know, like I said, I hate to say it, but they're a fucking good team, uh, but. Bills, Bills points for versus Bills points against is unreal. Their defense is great and their offense is great, except for last week. Yeah. You know, the six points that they scored, that's that's not that's not these Bills. They can do way better. They have done way better. I think it's going to be the Bills. I'll still say the Cowboys, Bills, Cowboys, as long as there's no major injuries to any of those teams. I think it, that's... I mean, it's chalk. It's it's easy to say those two teams. I'm not taking any risk on it. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go with. But you also don't really have to take a risk. I mean, these are you know some of the best teams in the league. So it's either you sound like a fool and you're like, no, it's going to be you know the Browns out of nowhere or whatever. It's like no, these are the best teams that are in front of you. It's like it'd be insane to think. That's so what I'm saying. It, it, they'd be bad just for the sake of, you know, difference. It's, it's chalk. It's boring. But I really think that they're the two best teams out there. Like, it's. Yeah. What about you, Matt? A prediction? I it's, I go back and forth. I think I, I said the, big, the Bills in the beginning of the year. But when they just, like, lay an egg on the field the way they have even for like, you know, a half a football or something like that, it's happened multiple times. And I just feel like those teams very rarely win. They go all the way because something happens in a playoff run where you can shit the bed for one half a football and that's enough to lose you the game. And then it's one and done. It's not a series. It's not, it's, it's, you gotta be, be on your game that day. And that's why the, but I agree with the bills being, 
it was my top choice, but I've seen that. And I, I find it so hard to, to go with that. But I think I'm going to be the person for the, the NFC. Like how, how can you not say Tom Brady's going to make the Super Bowl? How can you not? I hate Tom Brady. That's why I hate I, him too. I hate him too, but I'm a, if I'm playing the odds here, the man is in the Super Bowl more often than he's not. And it's not like, it's not like they've fallen off that much. So can they be beat? I really do think they're very, very beatable, but if I was playing the odds, which I am in this case, I, yeah, I, I see it's how do you, how do you go against it? My other, so I guess I'm, all right. So I guess I'm saying bucks. And even though I want to say bills, I just feel like they're going to implode at some point during the playoffs. And I am going to take the Ravens as like a team of destiny kind of pick. Cause I, I do feel that way, but I think both of those teams could be beat by any of the top seeds in the other divisions. I, I, think I, mean, I agree with everything you said. I mean, like Tom Brady, like have you seen it where he's literally, he's literally statistically more possible to, uh, to make it to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to make a three. <laughs> I mean, it's, that, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Do any of your opinions change if Derrick Henry's healthy? No. Interesting. I I think the Titans role the Titans are best playing the role of spoiler. I think they could upset somebody in the first round, and I think that's that's where the Titans' role kind of ends. I, are they going to upset enough like three games in a row to make it to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. But um, I think that's where they that's where their role could be with a healthy Derrick Henry. Yeah. Interesting. I think, can I talk about what I find very interesting that none of us have mentioned the team with the best record in the NFL, the eight and one Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what are, I know well, strength of schedule, they right? Won last week without Kyler and Hopkins. And, and AJ Green too. I think he wasn't in it. I mean, I mean that, that was against the Niners, right? That was. Niners. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't know what the heck happened to the Niners, but that's not that impressive. Super Bowl hangovers, man. You lose the Super Bowl. It's it happens every every year. Like, does, you know, it last, does it last this long normally? Two years? <laughs> two years? I mean, they, they only lost two years ago. But the, I think, I mean, He's I agree with you. Length. He's done. <laughs> I agree with you with the Super Bowl hangover, but – Super Bowl hangover is normally like you lose to the teams that you should beat and you're just like kind of lethargic, but you're still like a decent football team. For whatever reason, the Niners, I mean, the Bears gave them a run for the money. That should be everything you need to know. Yeah. That was the, it was a clear left at a close game with the Bears and they still won, but I mean, that's like not that the, impressive. I don't know what it is. The Niners also had like four running backs go in the first three or four weeks too. So they, like, that happens they, every year. That happens they, every year to them. <laughs> they've been like I mean they they've had Kittle on for a while, so it's it's not a team that I mean I I couldn't even other than Bosa I don't think I can name anyone else on the Niners defense off the top of my head. Yeah, that one linebacker that's real good. I can't think of it either. Death Texas never draft a 49ers running back. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as consistent as Frank Gore. You don't draft he, Frank Gore. Frank Gore drafts you. Frank Gore, the boxer. Uh, yeah, isn't he fighting Darren Williams or something like that? 
Yeah. We need to just be done with this. Hey. No it, chance. It, yeah, yeah. Let's let let's fly off the radar. Let's fly off the cuff here. Who do who do we like in that fight? I'm taking Gore all day. <laughs> I, have, I could never go against Gore. Are you kidding me? Gore's gonna hit him with his hammer if you know what I'm saying. Heck yeah. Isn't he third all time rushing? Is that Frank Gore? Is he third? Uh, he's, he's got a third leg. You're asking. <laughs> he's got a third leg, yeah. Well, that's probably why he's third all time rushing, isn't he? Um, I was at a Colts game where he where he broke the top ten and the place went nuts. And I'm like, really? He's he's in the top ten now? And then I'm like, well, the guy's never missed a game. Like he's never been injured. Like I don't think he was under ever anything like even close to like like an MVP or like he never had any of those crazy seasons. He just consistency. He's too dumb to get hurt. I think he's got the lowest wonder look score of any uh, of any uh, like player. I think he had a six on his wonder look. Yeah, just my, my too man. dumb to get hurt. So. That's uh, that's why he's also going to win the boxing match. Yeah, Frank Gore is hey. third overall. Yeah, I'm looking. I was just reading those names: Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, Frank Gore, Barry <laughs> Sanders, Adrian Peterson, Curtis Martin, Ladanian Thomason, Jerome Bettis, Eric Dickerson, Tony Dorsett. Like, whoa, Frank, mom, getting up there. Curtis Martin's an like really. He's he's a yeah. Top five. I'll, he just uh, pizza number uh, yeah. twenty-one. Was? Was yeah, that, that one is an interesting one. Twenty-one, allegedly. The juice. <laughs> <laughs> the juice. OJ Simpson was legit. Have you ever heard the Dave Chappelle special where he talks about meeting OJ Simpson like four times or something? No. If you have, it, it, it's pretty good. He calls, right, him, he calls him Mr. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> he said that like at one point his um he's like i don't know how to say this he goes his his now slain wife hugged me <laughs> and she's like you know congrats on your like uh career dave Chappelle. hope you like do good or whatever and he's like i whispered in her ear bitch are you trying to get us both killed <laughs> are, are we going to go on the record as a uh as a pro dave Chappelle podcast here I know that's a it's a touchy subject right now. You're trying to get canceled right now, Len. Episode fifteen, eh, we had a good run. <laughs> Didn't think we'd make it past three, so times by five, we're good. But uh, yeah, I like Dave Chappelle. Confirmed. Same. Matt, Guys, Matt's very silent. He's trying not to get canceled. He's in California. <laughs> I, I'm just let I, him be I, quiet. No, I, I agree with you, but I just had to look at who, like, who was the record like take me down from here because the land that is trying to cancel Dave Chappelle, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know what uh, Dave Chappelle loves? Disney songs? I mean, who doesn't? Can I, can, I, can I backtrack a little bit, Len? No, he does love Disney songs. I'm assuming everybody he does. does. He does. But I just want to point out that when we started to talk about the Arizona Cardinals, it immediately turned to talk about the 49ers and then Frank Gore and then boxing Dave Chappelle. We couldn't even talk about the best team, the record team with the best record in the NFL for more than 30 seconds before we got derailed. And that is all you need to know for you <laughs> those Arizona Cardinal fan listeners of why we did not have them in the Super Bowl. 
I just so, mute the word Cardinals. Okay. So we do our Super Bowl recap, and the Cardinals are hoisting the Lombardi Trophy after a forty-nine nothing whooping against yeah. some some other schmuck team. We're gonna be like, huh? We we really missed out on that one, huh? It's like it's like, huh? We really should have watched that Dave Chappelle special. <laughs> I think Kyler Murray's very good at football. I think DeAndre Hopkins is very good at football. I don't know if I'm interested in ever watching them, uh, like, play. I don't know if I've ever accidentally caught an Arizona Cardinals game. Kyler Murray is electric to watch play football. He's so quick, so agile, so versatile. I mean, he 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 does things with the ball that you don't see, and he makes it look so easy. But all it takes – I mean, he's going up against defenders that are three times his size. Yeah. Like – it's he's not going to be able to do it forever. I know people said that about like Michael Vick, and then he was still doing that for the Eagles too. Like, but I I don't think I mean I think he's going to get caught. It's going to catch up to him. And yeah, well, I think the league has has caught on to Patrick Mahomes. So, yep, uh, yeah, yeah. We also didn't talk about the the uh, the team of destiny at the beginning of the year the chiefs because they're they got their own problems right now yeah jackson mahomes (laughs) do you see the video of patrick mahomes he was like i think he was with his girlfriend or fiance whatever she is and his brother and he was just looking at him like you guys are gonna end my career (laughs) they were both just sitting there like eating chips or something and he was just like staring into space like these two are just going to ruin it for, for, for everyone. Yeah. They're champion two years ago. And now I'm just, I'm just Patrick Mahomes. Both uh, Jackson and uh, his wife are brutal. Yeah. Well, what's his, his brother was like dancing on the, like the Washington football. Who was that for? Um, uh, Sean Taylor. Sean yeah. Taylor. Yeah, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, read the room, you doofus." That's why he's I, like, "Oh, he he thought it was like like taped off for him." Yeah. Oh, Patrick, you got to get rid of her. Got to get rid of your brother. You got to just isolate yourself and throw footballs in, into the dark. I don't know. I'm not a football player, so I don't know what the training drills are. But all I'm saying is Mitch Trubisky is better. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the draft now? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Would you take one Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes or a lifetime with Mitch Trubisky? I know what I'd take. He's a, he's a nice fella. Actually, it's hard for me to have like a like a, a serious conversation conversation about like Mitch Trubisky being good without doing just like a meatball Chicago accent while I'm doing it. It's like, this Mitch Trubinsky guy, let me tell you something. I have seen him throw the ball a few times. That's the only, that's the only way I know how to do it. He's got a hot of gold, hot of gold, but man, the football just doesn't translate in his hands. Is that Boston? Was that? Yeah. I, I don't know. Lenny, I was just thinking that you can't do a Chicago accent. I'm like, I'm like, he's in Buffalo right now. Like, are you trying to be a Buffalo guy? Like, what, what, what was that? Uh, yeah, 
Say heart, of, say heart of gold again. <laughs> say heart of gold again with your <laughs> Chicago accent. Out <laughs> of gold. Out of gold. Out of gold. Out of gold. Can of corn. Can of corn. I'll be fine. <laughs> Why can't I be quite a Well, welcome to Len tries an accent for the first time live in time. If the Chappelle thing didn't get us canceled, it's me trying on accents. <laughs> <laughs> Was it racist? I, I, I think he was just talking. <laughs> Might have had to sneeze. I, I don't know what the accent was. So you guys were talking about uh, Disney songs, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Perfect time for the <laughs> Right before the censors. <laughs> I, Lenny, if I could ask, could you do the whole next part in uh, Sebastian from the Little Mermaid accent, please? <laughs> I could try. <laughs> Let's talk about getting canceled. Yeah. That's you beat this whole way screen. I'm not going to try. I thought about it in my head and I was like, oh, I, I could do that. And then I was like, oh, that, no, that, no. that might be Jamaican. It might also not be Jamaican. It's French. Is it French? <laughs> I was like, it's a crab. But you never know. Wow. Lobster, please. What? He's a crab. Come on. Don't hit me with this controversy now. Wait, Crabs, lobster, Seb- they're the same thing. Sebastian, Sebastian's a lobster, isn't he? Yeah, 100% yeah. he's a lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian the crab. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Turn to frown the other way around. Doing a Volkswagen commercial right now? Yeah, buddy. Sebastian the Crab is what I'm typing. It's going to be some MMA fighter from <laughs> Missoula, Montana. Sebastian the He's Crab. A red Jamaican accented crab. Hmm. Really? Okay. That's no right. way. Disney I, I'm, I'm, trying totally, to, I'm trying to picture him right now. Put a little lower. Great radio. Lenny's trying to show us a picture of Sebastian. <laughs> the lobster. No, that's not true. <laughs> it says crab. How dare you? There's this King Triton's advisor. Hmm. Sebastian the crab. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. Learn something every day. The lobster. I knew that was wrong. It's poorly drawn then. I'm going to have to have a word with Walt. Uh... They also put a bunch of penises in that way. So. You tried drawing for two years and not put a penis in there. Yeah. Complaint department, is this another penis? Crab? Guys, that's a crab call. Oh my God, thank God. But I digress. We were talking about, um, I think me and Casey before the pod started, where I had said that it was everything was seeded by the year the movie came out but I was just filling in the, the bracket. So I didn't really pay attention to like what the matchups actually were. So when I read them off, like we're all looking at them or hearing them at the same time. So I've done no prep. And Who doesn't have their phone on silent? It was, it was me. <laughs> Don't vibrate. The, the non-professional here. That's who, come on. You knew well, that. It's going through my damn phone. Oh. God again. 
I tell you, it's going through the laptop. I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> but anywho's, um, let's see here. Opening it for the first time. There's 32 songs, so buckle up. Sweet some, nectar. Some that are left out. I'm sure we got to get that out for for the fans. You know, th- someone's gonna be pissed that we didn't put some song in. Um, like I said, we I don't canceled for the wrong song. <laughs> We're worried about accents in Chappelle. It could be the podcast promoted way too many Tarzan tracks. <laughs> no such thing. No such thing. There is no such thing. We are pro Philly seasteak in this house. <laughs> that might that might be a glimpse into who takes the upset. Which, <laughs> Early um, on, Matt, I don't think I've talked to you since uh, since Lenny's wedding. But the fact that you uh, incorporated uh, two worlds into your best man speech to to wrap it up that was. Chef's kiss. That was phenomenal. One fan. I I appreciate it. I really thought it really drove home my speech, and it needed to be done. It was kind of. It was almost kind of an afterthought. It was holy cow! I didn't even mention Phil Collins in here. I had a tribute. <laughs> well, Lenny was smart enough to put me in the far corner of the wedding. That seems to be the theme when I go to weddings. I, I get put in the corner. My friends know me, and uh, I am just cracking up, clapping. Like I think I gave you a standing ovation for the for the band speech. That was that was phenomenal. I had a checklist in my head, and I was like, if he doesn't mention Phil Collins once, I'm gonna have him escorted out. <laughs> Much appreciated. Much appreciated. It's easy. Len gives me lots of material. That's very true. There's a crab, in case you're wondering. But uh, I tell me. Uh, Jungle Book, 1967, Frozen, 2013. I figured that those two were going to match up, and they did. So it's one seed, I want to be like you, versus 32 seed, let it go. Um, I mean, going to have to go with let it go here. I mean, the song the song literally swept the nation and the world. Um. You said it came out in 2013? Uh, I believe so. Okay, so I was 22 uh, at the 5 a.m. bar uh, that everyone knows and loves, Brew Break, Brew Bakers on the south side, <laughs> to the DJ and requested Let It Go. And uh, I got a hard no and a dirty look from the DJ. Um, <laughs> the song's a crowd pleaser. It's, it's, uh, it's a 16 seed that could easily be a number one seed if you just reversed the the year and you went off of uh, fan, fan votes. But um, yeah, I'm going to vote Let It Go here. Don't get me wrong. Jungle Book, phenomenal. Uh, it's classic. Want to be like you. Great tune. Uh, when, when, when in the remake, when Bill Murray was uh, Baloo, that was one of the best castings of all time in my mind. But uh, I got to give it to Let It Go. Matt? This one is fairly easy for me. I am going to also say Let It Go. It did sweep the nation 2013. I sing that at the top of my lungs in many drunk occasions in our detached garage, the house on Garfield. And yeah, it's, 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 it, I agree. Could have been a number one seed. I think the main reason it's so easy for me is that I want to be like you is not my favorite Jungle Book song. So that there, that alone 
makes it pretty easy for me. And I don't know if I'm trying to go one per movie here or how this bracket even works or how my brain's working, but all I know that's it's oh wait a one competition. King Louie one. What's yeah, yeah. what's uh, what's the blue one? Bare necessities. Bare necessities. Yeah, you yeah, bare necessities is a <laughs> But I'm still going to give it to let it go over bare necessities. See, bare necessities would be tough for me because those of you who don't know, I am semi-famous for a bare necessities dance. <laughs> I got to go with my my true claim to fame. It would have been tough, but because it's not even an option, or is, I don't know, maybe it is an option later. I'm. It's easy, easy for me. Are, are you are you only going one song from each movie? So like Lion King, oh. like you got multiple songs. So what you're telling me is the 15 seed is, or the, the two seed is about to be bare necessity. Uh, I don't know your life. <laughs> but, right. uh, yeah, I'm glad I yeah. don't have to break a tie because I'm also saying let it go. I, I mixed up the King Louis uh, song with the uh, with the, uh, the blue song. Yeah, yeah. but uh, OK, but yeah, it's still let it go. It, it's. It's a phenomenon that is still sweeping, sweeping the world eight years later. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure like the three of us have all sang Let It Go together. So, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yep. This was, I'm <laughs> glad I didn't have to break a tie because I was going to pick Let It Go. And if one of you was strongly on I Want to Be Like You, it was like, uh, doesn't do it for me. Let It Go when that piano first hits. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm transcended. <laughs> But Casey, this one's for you. I didn't think it would be this early, but 16 seed, eye to eye. <laughs> Let's go! Versus 17 seed, Pocahontas, just around the river bend. Just around the river bend. All right. People cool. talk about Phil Collins, you know, didn't have to go that hard for the Tarzan soundtrack, but he did. Campbell didn't have to go that hard for a goofy movie soundtrack, and he did. Tevin Campbell brought the noise for goofy movie. Powerline, oh my god, I want to see Powerline in concert live in LA. Absolutely. I'll skip a fishing trip with my dad to go see Powerline in concert. <laughs> I, I might be my favorite to win this entire thing. Um, you know, great, great song passion so much energy oh phenomenal uh, eye to eye to me no 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 disrespect to pocahontas i know it's 2021 um native americans you know just you around, to say that word just, just, what what the hell are what the hell are you supposed to say <laughs> <laughs> just around the riverbend isn't even the best song in that movie um yeah eye to eye moving on my vote matt I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to like going second to you if I'm going to agree this much because you said it again. Yeah. It, it's the same thing. I, it's just around the river bend for me. Doesn't do it for Pocahontas for me. Eye to eye. The fact that you even knew, knew Tevin Campbell is that sounds like he's your dude. I didn't know that. I'm still on board. I am now a Tevin Campbell fan. I didn't know I was because eye to eye slaps. And I think we can all agree on that. And if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the movie, you should see it just for the soundtrack. I, I, I can say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not even the Powerline songs, but even like when Max sings or when Goofy sings, like you know, 
it's it just just hits. Yeah, just around the riverbend doesn't uh, doesn't do it for me. The other Pocahontas song does. So this eye to eye matchup, um, it's gonna go to Powerline. It never, I was never gonna waver from that. So again, Moving on. I'm glad we're uh, we're all agreeing. I'm we're gonna have to call this that we're, that we're gonna be arguing. Which are you sure? Because we might have to call this trivial agreements this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the 16 seed eye to eye moves on because Powerline is amazing. <laughs> And I also would uh, would tell my dad that I couldn't go fishing, if that matters. I also hate fishing, so that was an easy choice. Don't like fishing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, do you want to go fishing? I would rather see a fictional cartoon sing. So, on that. Well, yeah. But we have nine seed Aladdin, whole new world versus twenty four seed party when Mr. Cops fell in the boat in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Then you don't want you don't want to go fishing with your dad. <laughs> so, I thought that was going to be the easiest boat to be on. I was like, oh, Billy's dad. Like, I'm not going to have to do anything. It's going to be great. Ten seconds in, this man falls overboard. It's the most stressful boat on the water. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, we've got nine seed Aladdin, whole new world versus twenty four seed. He lives in you, Lion King two. Matt, you want to take this one? I can take this one. I have to say, this is an easy one for me, but not because I think one song is subpar. I think He Lives in You is a very underrated Disney song. I really do. I agree. But if we're going off songs that I've sang drunk and sang both parts of a duet at a karaoke bar, then I have to go a whole new world. I mean, it, it this is my list. I mean, this is my choice. I get to make my vote, and I'm not singing He Lives in You drunk at a karaoke bar. I am singing Whole New World. I know this list is not karaoke songs. I get that. I mean, I would this do is how I'm going to make my judgment. But I have done A Whole New World. I had to do both parts by myself because Alice thought that like, we were all going to go up there joking. There's no joking <laughs> with A Whole New World. So I went up there, started singing. She looked at me and goes, I didn't know this was for real and handed me the second microphone. <laughs> so I had to do both parts at Jet's public house. So also go ahead. My 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 preferred part to sing is Jess, just so everybody knows, in case anybody <laughs> wants to karaoke with me. I me at the beginning of this that I want to apologize to the hundreds of thousands of listeners that are gonna to have to hear me sing a lot of these Disney <laughs> songs throughout because I am fighting back, just yelling, Alexa, play a whole new world. Totally kidding. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, whole new world, uh, karaoke song, romantic song, gets you going. You know, oh, yeah, that's that's moving on. I think this first round is going to be a lot of trivial agreements, as you said, Matt. Second round is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Second yeah. round is going to be Got eight seed Gaston from Beauty and the Beast or 25 seed Strangers Like Me, Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> uh, can we just make this a quick one? Yep, yep. Let's, no let's... one gets beaten the first round like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Phil Collins. 
Like, if it wasn't against strangers like me, would anybody have picked Gaston anyways? Nope. Nope. Uh, so as someone who, uh, like, I, I saw Beauty and the Beast as a kid, like everyone else, but I never really saw it, like, when I could, like, grasp the, uh, the storyline of it until the, uh, the live-action remake came out. Yeah. And I was trying to convince myself that Gaston was actually a good guy. I'm like, Real no. Ricky. Like, Real. yeah. Oh, who's just trying to get this girl? He's trying to save her from this beast in this. Yeah. And then my sister, like, she, he locked her dead in the, in like a basement. I'm like, oh, okay, kidnapping. Like, all right, yeah. Um, no, gentlemen. Real rapey vibes from Gaston. Real rapey vibes. Real rapey. You start rooting for bestiality, you know he's a bad guy. Like, oh, she should just be with the I don't know bear thing. I don't know. Like this guest on's kind of full of himself. He's kind of a douche. Moving on. Four seed, Little Mermaid under the sea. Or 29 seed, Lilo and Stitch, Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Ooh. Ooh, this is our first good one. All right, you start us off, Matt. No place at all. Either way. Okay. This strictly based off what I've listened to more intentionally Hawaiian roller coaster ride. I have it on a few playlists. I do not know. Sorry, was it Under the Sea? Under the Sea, yeah. Under the Sea. Why a great song. Oh man, I it's actually this earlier in the episode, I already sang part of it. Man. <laughs> but I think. Oh gosh, this is more challenging. I think I have to stick with. I'm gonna go. I'm not think long, think wrong. I'm listening. When you said Hawaiian roller coaster ride, I said that's got to be it. Oh man, that's not an easy one for the first round. That's not an easy one. I hope you guys. It, I, this is the. This is how I feel about it. If you guys both voted under the sea, I would be totally cool with it too. I wouldn't even be a little bit upset. So, so I'm going. I'm going under the sea. The Perfect. sea. In somebody else's reach, uh, you dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake, you know. Like, it's it, that's a song that you know it's fun, you get moving, you're dancing. Don't get me wrong, Hawaiian roller coaster ride. I want to be on vacation listening to that song, you know, like that's a great song. Don't know a lot of the words because it's like it's don't they like sing in like Hawaiian at some point? Yes, like, they do. Like, um. Hard to sing along when you don't know the language. Um, nope, not for me. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. The first couple uh, of notes might be like similar. You like do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm going under the sea. Like when when he's first said, okay, this this matchup under the sea right away. I'm like, okay, that's moving on. He says Hawaiian roller coaster ride. I'm like, oh shit, I don't. Is moving on, but I had to say I had to think under the sea. My vote, Len. <laughs> the deciding vote. Let's do it. So, under the sea, great song. Um, you know, when you think Little Mermaid, you think under the sea, and you think Kiss the Girl. Um, but I, I gotta tell you, there's there's more in Little Mermaid, but well, I know, but I mean, the first song you think of from Little Mermaid has to be. Under the sea, in the top two. Part of, I think. part of your world. Okay. 
<laughs> when you think Lilo and Stitch, you think Hawaiian roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to be biased because I'm going to Hawaii in a month. So if you think for a second, my Hawaiian playlist isn't just this song <laughs> for 16 hours of the flight. Don Ho's Tiny Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm picking Hawaiian roller coaster ride, and I'm not sorry about it. I'll, I'm, I'll allow it. I'm okay with it. I'll, I'll, I'll live. Um, you know, I, uh, Under the Sea, that's, that's, uh, that's a song that I'm not, I'm not upset with Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. That's, it's good. It ain't making out of the second round, though. <laughs> I, I, I feel the same way about Under the Sea. It would have to be a very favorable matchup yeah, for Under the yeah. Sea to have made it past the second round. Although it is a great song. Great song. First good one. You finally gave us a good one, Lennon. <laughs> Yep. Uh, 13 seed, Can You Feel a Love Tonight? Mm. And then 20 seed from Hercules, Zero to Hero. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to have to. <laughs> uh, if you think that one's tough. Oh, Jesus Christ. You can imagine what the uh, next one is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, Elton John literally won an Oscar uh, for his performance uh, in Lion King. Um Elton John to me is one of the greatest. Um, yeah, that's I'm 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 moving on Lion King. I give Hercules soundtrack. I feel like it hits for some people, like as go, a whole. Go the distance might be the, like it's the only time for it's me. The, then that's the only one because all the other Hercules song when somebody plays it and they're like really into it, I'm like, okay, so you're. You're a Hercules soundtrack person. There's two types of people in this world. One that liked the Her- Hercules soundtrack and one that like, I can go the distance and that's it. That's where it yeah. ends. That yeah, being if said. If you're playing like Meg's song, like whatever song she sings, like, nah. Like, I was we- at a party once when that happened. In love. Yeah, not for me. I was playing it while I was washing the dishes an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for me. We'll go with the lion sex song yeah oh man knowledge just gives them that fuck me eyes <laughs> i'm thinking can you feel a love tonight but if you're sensing a pattern if 13 and 20 were uh lion king versus hercules can you imagine what 12 and 21 is circle of life versus go the distance <laughs> i'm going nice. I'm going go. <laughs> I'm going uh, go the distance. Uh, circle of life. Uh, it's not even. It's not even the fourth best song in in that movie, in my opinion. Um, Elton John versus Michael Bolton, who who sings well, the uh, yeah. original "Go the Distance." <laughs> got Akuna Matata. I mean, you yeah. uh, you got just can't wait to be king. You know, you you got be prepared, like. Right. I mean, circle. You know, it's so, the, it's the, it's the title song. You know, it's that scene that everyone knows and nah, like you know, yelling in Swahili or whatever it is. Like, so like, I would say, piggybacking backing off of that, if the Circle of Life was just the opening note, if it was just the opening note of Circle of Life versus, I'd have a tr- more trouble, but it's not. Therefore, it's uh, I'll go the distance. 
I can go the distance. I can go the distance, and it will. I'm also picking it. On my way to the second round. <laughs> Got five seed, Kiss the Girl, and 28 seed, Son of Man, Tarzan. <laughs> I got to tell a story and a confession to all the young listeners out there who may be uh, some single guys who uh, look like me but have a personality. This used to be my move was I would play Disney songs as as I was dropping a girl off after a date. Like that was like kind of a move. You know, we played like some fun songs like I just can't wait to be king and then like under the sea. And then as I would get to her house, I would play kiss the girl, kiss her worked three out of four times 75 percent success rate with it um worked that song is near and dear to my heart for that but phil collins it's it's phil it's phil i love that story and i almost makes me want to vote for kiss the girl but <laughs> heck no talking about songs that slap it's my it's my blood pumping son of man i'm also picking son of man um that phil collins he's uh he's on to something are we gonna have a phil collins final four (laughs) i mean it's a a good thing he only did one disney movie because (laughs) uh, we could have had a real mess on our hands are you not familiar with the 2003 movie brother bear this guy very familiar uh, name a song from Brother Bear, and uh, hopefully it's in the way, bracket. Look through my eyes. Talk to you. Are you are you telling me or naming a song? Oh, I was just naming songs. <laughs> Two seed, Bear Necessities. Thirty one seed. Do you want to build a snowman? Do you want to build a snowman? I think is one of those uh, scenarios like Circle of Life where it's not even a top five song in the movie. Um, uh, Bare Necessities is the song. It's that when I think of Jungle Book, I think of Bare Necessities. That's why with the first matchup, when you said Jungle Book, I just immediately went to Bare Necessities thinking it was that. I got Bare Necessities moving on. Matt, you uh, you have a choreographed dance to Bare Necessities. Well, it's not it's not choreographed. Makes it sound like I put effort into it. It's just a natural ability. It just comes to me, and uh, so yeah, it's it's a blue. I think choreograph also. I I can channel blue for sure. It just kind of happens. Choreograph implies that it's the same every time, and I think that's the beauty of it is that it's different every time. And uh, yes, I am semi famous for it, as I mentioned previously. Um, I'm sure there's a video floating out there somewhere about it and or of it, and therefore it's an easy decision for me. Fair necessities. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know if I've actually heard the bare necessities before. Is there a dance that's involved? Oh my god, he like I guess he's like walking away, right? Like... Yeah, I don't know that song. Fool. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about Friend like me, Aladdin. I'll make a man out of you, Mulan. Ooh. I don't like this one. Can we stop this? I don't like this one. <laughs> oh, man. Like, 
Robin Williams was the perfect genie. I was so pissed when they did the live action remake and they got Will Smith to do it. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate Will Smith or anything like that. It's just, I love Robin Williams. It was, he, it was an impossible task for Will Smith in fairness yeah. to him. Yeah. But I agree with you. Um, but I sang I'll make a man out of you more than any other Disney song. I think of all time, my two-year-old niece sings it the whole thing, like all the words, she knows all of them. I have a video of it. It's fucking adorable. But um, yeah, um, Donny Osmond, just, I mean, that's that's just an all-star, all-star talent right there. I got, I'll make a man out of you. That, I mean, I'll be pissed if it's not in the final four, to be honest with you. Okay. I'll make a man out of you. Is I'm gonna just be quick about it. It's also my choice. The only reason this is hard for me is because I really thought there. If it wasn't this matchup, yeah, the gene. Oh man, could have went so much further. But I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna keep it short because "Make a Man Out of You" is probably also the song I'm saying the most. And it's it's gonna go far. It just the matchup, early matchup, not a fan of. I hate to see it go, but love to watch it leave. Going with <laughs> I'll make a man out of you. It's not goodbye, it's see you later, you know. Yeah. Um this one was easy for me, I won't lie. Um, I'll make a man out of you. We sang together a cappella at a bar. <laughs> Too good. Word for word, there was, no, there was no instrumental, there was no nothing. It was just all of us yelling for about three and a half minutes. <laughs> didn't miss a beat, didn't miss a word. So I'd be remiss to, uh, to say that this one wasn't moving on. You, you, hate to see, you hate to see Aladdin and Robin Williams lose in the first round, though. That's, that's, that's all I got to say about that's, it. You know? That's a, a tough one. That's a tough one. However, I have to say, Bunny, I think... When you say all of us were singing it, I really do think it was you, me, and Kevin singing it, and everybody else just waited for the chorus. But <laughs> if my memory serves, oh man, yeah, that was all us. I know it. You know it. Be prepared, Lion King. Colors of the Wind, Pocahontas. This is an interesting matchup, but not because I'm in love with both songs. I feel like I love them, or I don't think I love them. I think I like them both the same amount. But I always, I think Be Prepared is not, I think it's my least favorite Lion King song, even though it's still a decent song. I just like all the other ones in Lion King better. It's fair. And Colors of the Wind kind of signature song. for me it's a good song i i think it's a neat i think it's fairly easy for me based on that because i think i think Be prepared suffers from being full of a movie i mean being in a movie full of great songs and that's why it suffers for me i'm gonna go with colors of the wind uh, all right well uh we, we're gonna have a swing boat here because i'm going to be prepared uh <laughs> okay. uh 
Jeremy Irons, just like not even singing, just talking with it. Like the way his voice is, he doesn't even have to like sing. He's the the sound to it, the drums to it. Like I, I mean, don't get me, Colors of the Wind is good. Um, I think Be Prepared is great. Um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going Be Prepared. Gonna make me pick again. <laughs> Well, that's why you go third. This is your podcast. It's true. Uh, copyright. Uh, it's mine. Um, Pocahontas for me was one of those movies that kind of missed me up until I was older. So I think it was my, one of my sister's top movies. And because it wasn't a movie that I wanted to play, I actively skipped it. So I didn't get to enjoy Pocahontas until I was in my teens, probably. That's when I finally was like, oh, I can kind of watch this again. Colors of the Wind for me, when I first heard it in my teens, it slapped. That like rising, like that it did it for me. So I'm saying 18 seed Colors of the Wind. Sorry. Although okay. the, the Irons thing w- was getting me because I was like getting in a scar mood and I was like, yeah, he was perfect for that role. But oh, yeah. Yeah, that like we talk about perfect casting with like Robin Williams, Jeremy Irons, also yeah. right there. I agree. Seven seed, Beauty and the Beast. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Not the uh, John Legend Ariana Grande version, unless you prefer that. Then I guess. But uh, twenty six seed. Do you guys know this song? You'll be in my heart. Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, well, well, stop your crying. It'll be all right. <laughs> Just take my hand and hold it tight. <laughs> I will protect you from all around you. All together now? <laughs> You'll be in my heart. That's a lead singer. Be uh, moving on. It's going to be real hard to stop that train. Um, get off the tracks when the train, when the Phil Collins train is coming through. Um, the Mrs. Potts, you know, uh, tells, tells all this time. That's a Disney classic, Disney staple. Uh, but You'll Be In My Heart. I mean, it was my cousin's uh, wedding song, as I said earlier. Like, that's, that's one of those songs that will never not die. Not that Tales All This Time will, but Phil Collins just brings the heat. So, fair enough. This Phil guy uh, seems pretty cool. Uh, three seed Oliver and Company. Why should I worry? Or seed uh, on my way, Brother Bear. Another Phil Collins hit. Why should I worry? Okay, Oliver and Company used to be like one of my favorite movies of all time. I think that was like the most watched VHS uh, in my house growing up. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I was probably six or seven. Don't think I can tell you the, the songs off of my head. I know, I know the Washington, like I know it. Yeah. But, uh, and then brother bear, that's, that's one that I missed. Um, I don't want to give Phil Collins too much uh, power <laughs> in this draft. So I'm going to go Oliver and company moving on. All right. 
Len, I think I'm going to have to have you go second because I feel like both of these are misses for me. Like I don't, when you said them both, until you saying it, I was like, okay, it's I recognize it a little bit, but it's, it's definitely, they're both, they're both misses for me. And uh, it's, I, I can never claim no, or nor have I ever claimed that I uh, watched every Disney movie. I think these two, if I did watch them, I, they're not, I didn't remember them. I'm sure I watched Oliver and company when I was younger, but it songs didn't stick with me. So unless you need me as the swing vote and I will vote strictly off of nonsense. That's how I need to be used. So I need you to decide here, Len. Um, as much as I don't enjoy a Phil Collins song losing. Um, Brother Bear was not really a good movie. It had a couple good tracks. That was only because Phil was tasked with uh, writing another uh, slapping soundtrack. But uh, Oliver and Company, Why Should I Worry? That's the only song that I remember from that movie. And I remember that scene vividly. And yeah, that's the three seed for a reason. And it's moving on. So. All right. Uh, I also will vote for Oliver and Company. Why should I worry? <laughs> it's one of my favorite Oliver and Company songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about uh, Hakuna Matata versus You've Got a Friend in Me? <sighs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Are these oh, still buddy. first round matchups? Yeah, buddy. Good night. Oh, jeez. Next time, I want you to seed them based on actual seeds and not just years, because this one should never have been a first time. <laughs> Hakuna Matata, the uh, the transition that they do, like how they like basically transform it from Simba as uh, lion cub to the to the lion king, if you will. Right. Um, spoiler alert. I, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it means no worries for the rest of your days. You know, you got you got Pumbaa making a fart joke in it, like totally, like you know, every, every time that I Pumbaa not in front of the kids, like that hits for kids. That still hits for me as a thirty-year-old man-child. Um, you've got a friend in me. I, I almost want I almost want to um, throw up like a challenge flag on this because it's Disney Pixar. Okay, you know. That's Can that does it count? I yes. mean, it's 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 great. I mean, it's it's the theme song to a, I mean, that kickstarted Pixar, and it's phenomenal. You got Randy Newman just being Randy Newman, and uh, I think I'm gonna have to go Hakuna Matata. Moving on for me. Okay. Matt, do you have well, a on this one? Well, I, I kind of want, want you to go second on this one, Len, again. I yeah. love Toy Story 2. I want that to be known. Like, it's not like, uh, <laughs> like, this is not a decision for me. Do you realize you said you love Toy Story 2? Toy Story also is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's what you mean. What you, yeah, I was like, do you want that on the record, how passionate you are about Toy Story 2? Skipping out. over Toy Story hey, 1? Oh, oh. <laughs> um... See, the problem with Hakuna Matata, well, there's no problem with Hakuna Matata, but Lion King, the soundtrack, has a bunch of good songs, great songs. Hakuna Matata is a quintessential Lion King song 
top five you'd probably play it if you were playing a Disney playlist. You've got a friend in me. It's the only Toy Story song that I can think of. And that for me is, you know, you could play any Lion King song and I'd probably enjoy it. The You've Got a Friend in Me was the staple for, like you said, Pixar that kicked off Woody and Buzz. I'm thinking I'm saying You've Got a Friend in Me. That Randy Newman, like, like goofy voice, it does it for me. I, I got an argument. I got an argument here. They literally have Kuna Matata in Toy Story. When they're in the car and they're moving and Woody and Buzz are, they're not flying, they're falling with style, like towards the car. Like, and then they drop in. When they look in the, in the rearview mirror, the mom is uh, playing the song for Andy and his sister, Akuna Matata, in it. Like, okay, have no fear, have no fear. Uncle Matt's here to save the day. <laughs> Although I love, capital L, if I can get that on the record, you've got a friend in me. Akuna Matata is more than a song. It's a lifestyle, okay? People choose to do it every day. It means no worries for the rest of your days. That's your whole life, man. It, it, it's, it's our problem-free philosophy. Akuna no, Matata. So. I, I'm good with it. I mean. It, it has to be Akuna Matata. Okay. And... um. Name another Toy Story song, Woody's Roundup. So that's uh, <laughs> Woody's Roundup. <laughs> no, but it's an easy one, but it's a hard one at the same time. I'm glad I, it makes me feel better. And that's why I, I kind of had a, a guess that you were going to go that way, Len. And for that's why I wanted you to go second so that we could at least get one vote in there for You Got a Friend in Me without a clean sweep. And that makes me feel good. And I'm ready to go on the next round with no hate in my heart towards uh, you or any parties involved. That wasn't easy. That wasn't easy. What about I just can't wait to be king versus gospel truth, Hercules? You know my stance on Hercules. You know my stance on Hercules songs? It's an, it's an easy one for me. It's an easy one for I am. I fall into the, the two categories people. I do fall into the anti-Hercules. That's not totally true, but uh, that's how I'm going to frame it for this podcast. And so, you know, my vote, my vote lies. Yeah, I'm riding with Matt. Yeah, although I, I do appreciate Gospel Truth, the like slow intro to the movie. Just can't wait to be king. I mean, although it is a song about, you know, he's surprisingly, you know, happy about... Like, oh, I can't wait for my father to die. He was pretty upset about it. And I didn't just have a choreographed dance to his <laughs> father. <laughs> yeah. What about six seed, part of your world, or 27 seed, two worlds, one Tarzan song? Matt? It was, well, I'm sorry, what was the first option? Part of your world, Little Mermaid. Part of your world, and or two, two worlds? worlds, Tarzan. Um, I don't know how to be how to do this without being so disrespectful to <laughs> a quality uh, song, uh, a quality song, and a part of your world. Yeah, and these thingamabobs, I have twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but 
That's as much shine as I'm willing to give. It was literally in my, my best man speech. Uh, I will probably learn how to do that like pillow thing and make a pillow for Lenny and Lizzie with it on there. Uh, so yeah, two worlds. I said it earlier, Phil Collins is running the table here. Um, <laughs> two worlds moving on. Two worlds closing round. All right. Round two. That's- Let it go versus eye to eye. Tevin Campbell, power line. See, I, I want to say let it go because we've sang it enough times and it was a real mood when we'd be drinking and you'd hear that piano and we'd really get into it. But eye to eye, I got to tell you, when I like re like listen to it after, you know, kind of forgetting about it, I was like, why would I ever get rid of this song? So I'm not going to lie to you. I'm saying eye to eye and I'm not even going to, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm also going eye to eye. As I said, uh, let it go and frozen was a phenomenon that swept the nation and still is but seven campbell and power line just brought the house down like right. like you listen to i die and just say dun, 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 dun. like oh man i'm, I'm the car up i'm telling alexa volume 10 like yeah you know, i'm doing everything i can listen to get that to each other and find whatever's too far apart and maybe love is the reason okay 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 are we seeing it are we seeing it eye to eye right now I, I think so matt you probably have to let it go eye to eye already won <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say let it go and that's only because my vote means nothing and I want to just talk about how I feel about it. And Let It Go is a song that we all know and can all sing right now. And the fact that you said, Glenn, that you have to, you had to go back and listen to realize how great of a song it was. It didn't stick with you at first. And for whatever reason, Let It Go sticks with you. And maybe it's because we were older. I don't know. But I'm going to vote for it. And then in the next round, I'll probably vote for Eye to Eye. But this one doesn't matter. So I'm going to say it like that. Okay. You guys, we, we've set our, ourselves up for a couple of doozies. <laughs> Nine seed, whole new world. 25 seed, strangers like me. Yikes. Okay, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. We know the Phil Collins Railroad <laughs> Express. It's coming. And I think this is a good spot to make it easy on ourselves because is that my favorite Tarzan song? No. Is it my top two? No. For me. For me, I'm talking my favorite Aladdin songs. A Whole New World is my favorite Aladdin song. If I'm comparing the two, Would I, okay, if I'm comparing, if I'm listening to the Tarzan soundtrack, obviously I'm going to listen to it. Would I actively seek this song out on a one-off over A Whole New World? I would not. So I am going A Whole New World. I am also going A Whole New World. Uh, I I know you mentioned it earlier, karaoke song, great karaoke song. We're not picking it for a great karaoke song. We're picking it for a great song uh, for best Disney song. Uh, Whole New World. I've never, it's, it's always fun if you guys have like the touch tunes app, if you're at a bar, 
just put it on and like watch the room at that point. Yeah. Oh man, you got all different t- uh, walks of life just like perking their ears up, like oh, who played this song? You know, like it's yeah. it it's it's moving on a uh, whole new world. I'll lock in a whole new world. Um, like I said, I did both parts, killed it. Uh, everybody <laughs> at Jets Public House loved it. So why would I ever go against my fans? Whole new world moved on. Uh, Twenty nine seed Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Thirteen seed. Can you feel the love tonight? It's easier for me to dismiss HRCR. <laughs> I didn't even want Hawaiian, co- Hawaiian roller coaster ride to come out of the first round. No way in hell am I letting it get to the third round. Um, yeah. Uh, I, 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 who's it going up against? <laughs> you don't even know. Can you feel the love tonight? And I kind of blacked out there for a second. I got so pissed off that it's in the second round. <laughs> Would you have picked Under the Sea over Can You Feel the Love Tonight? No, no. Can it's, You Feel the Love? I said. It's, 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 for me, it's Can You Feel the Love Tonight, too. It's it's a yeah. first round song, is what it is. It, it, had a, it did have an upset over Under the Sea, but Under the Sea also would not pass the no. second round. And that's what we all agreed upon. And I think yeah. this proves true. 21. <laughs> go the distance. 28. Son of Man. It's son uh, of Man. What you say? Son of Man versus who? Go the distance. I, I don't like it, but I will tell you, looking at these two, I have a favorite. And... I like go the go the distance. That's quintessential Hercules. That's his, you know, the, the speech to himself to, you know, find do, his way. Do, do, do. Like I can hear the music as like like when like the the singing stops and it's just music for that like thirty seconds where it's all like calm. Yeah. Then the, I am on my way. Oh my god, that gets me fired up. If I I'm did just get the chills, I did just get the chills. If, if if I'm having a bad day, I'll just put that on in the background and then be like, you know what? It's, yeah. it's be all right. I can go the distance, you know, like somehow I'll be strong, you know, like that's, it's, it, I think it's like one of the most, like, like I said, I, th- I said earlier, like I'm going to put that in like a top 10 song of all time, let alone Disney song. I got go the distance moving on. Um, I want to uh, go next. I want to go next. I want to go next. I want to say son of I want to say son of man, so I do not have to make the final decision. <laughs> and we are gonna let Lenny do it. Oh man. Go the distance. Very powerful, uplifting, puts you in the mood to accomplish anything. But I would also say, son of man, the words in that song too. Um same message. Lift um, your spirits, set, set it, it free. free. Someday you'll walk tall with pride. Son of man, a man in time, you'll see. Um, wow, this is this this should have been a final four matchup if we seeded this properly. This is this is the six overtime uh, with Syracuse and like Oklahoma. <laughs> this is a rough matchup right here. Johnny Flynn. Um. <laughs> 
I'm going to say, although I don't like it, I'm going to say go the distance. Great choice. Great choice. Glenn, I, did, I didn't think Lenny had the ability to do that. I am never more proud of my best friend than right now in this moment. I didn't think he could do it. I didn't think he could do it. Ladies and gentlemen, great job, Lenny. Great job. The distance. They're both so fucking great. (laughs) Oh, God. Just terrible. I feel terrible. I'm going to send Phil a letter. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I know you're alive, but I'll look to the sky anyways. (laughs) Honey, I got another apology letter from this Lenny guy. <laughs> you should send him something. I think he's a weirdo. <laughs> I got a text message. That was the wrong choice. <laughs> that was from Lizzie. For, for, <laughs> for the thought, last one, I'm assuming. I thought you were doing a Phil Collins thing, pretending you had each other's numbers. And I said, that's not real. Oh, no. You know how terrible that would be if his first interaction with me was, you disappointed me. <laughs> Well, according to Sean Karen, I just walked uh, he was very close to getting Phil Collins for your bachelor party. And I said, How? And he said, I found a channel that it leads directly to him. And I said, Again, in you know, Buchanan, Michigan, that's like, I'll go to your party. I followed, I followed up with that same of how. And he couldn't actually answer it. Yeah. So the backwater reptiles guy that he's been emailing said he knows Phil Collins, I think. <laughs> I, I think this but it one is going to be easy. But the next one, I, it's going to be god-awful. I, I, need a, I need an easy one, please. Like, this is, this is hurting me. Bare necessities versus colors of the wind. This one's hard for you? It's not hard for me. Not hard for me either. You said that you never, you don't know bare necessities? No, I was right? joking. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm, I might do it drunk a hundred times. Um, someone else go first. I mean, you guys know my stance on bare necessities. It's yeah. a. Uh, Lizzie says win. She's a lunatic. So it's obviously. It's a top tier song. You know what? If we wanted her on the podcast, this would be a four-man weave, okay? Right now, we're on the three-man weave. Tell her, tell her I said, keep her nose out of it. Uh, it's a pair of necessities, and I'm personally offended that she would say otherwise. But if you guys said it, I won't be offended. So if you, speak your mind. I don't want to influence any decisions here. Len? I'm saying bare necessities. Same. Also, the wind is good, but it's not great. Oh. Are you Easy. sitting down for this next one? I mean, Mulan. I think that one was easy for us, so thank you. But yeah. see you. Mulan, I'll make a man out of you. Tarzan, you'll be in my heart. And a hush falls over the crowd. <laughs> oh, man. Let's just quit. You know what? Let's, I, let's just not make a decision. <laughs> um, I, 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 I said earlier that um, I'll Make a Man of You is my most sang Disney song. Uh, I sang it drunk. I sang it sober. I've seen my, my, 
my little niece sing it. Uh, Donny Osmond just bringing all the power and energy that he's got. Um, and I mean, just the, the I'm never gonna catch my breath. Say goodbye to those who knew me. What was I fool in school for a cutting gym? Who's next? This guy's got me scared to death. Now I really wish that I knew. Like that. I'll make a man out of you. To me, is moving on. It's not an easy decision, but it's 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 the seating. You know, Phil Collins is getting fucked by the seating right now. Just rolls through the first round and really struggling right now. All right, Len, what do you got on this? I want to wait. Of course you do. <laughs> um, so the problem for me is there are two different vibes. And I'm a big vibe guy. Man Out of You is obviously fantastic. You'll be in my heart. Um, it's that damn Phil Collins again. Um, but if I'm going strictly on like what I could consistently listen to day in, day out. I'm saying you'll be in my heart. I don't feel good about it, but I feel like that's the right call based on longevity. So. Okay. Again, predicted. I was hoping that's the way you go so we could have some real conversation here really get down to the nitty-gritty you'll be in my heart such a quality quality song really is i did like what you said about the vibes but But. i remember jamming to make a man out of you doing my homework as a fourth grader and being more inspired to do anything in my entire life. I finished that spelling book so fast when I'd listened to that song because the inspiration that came from it was second to none. And if I ever need a little boost in my day, I have to do it. I have to put on that Mulan soundtrack. I'll make a man out of you. Moving on. Again, don't feel good about it. Rough round for Phil Collins. I know. But all right. Wait till the Brother Bear soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three seed, Why Should I Worry, Oliver and Company. 14, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. In a landslide. Yeah. Sorry, Oliver and his company. <laughs> Matatas. Um, I just can't wait to be king or the final song from the Tarzan soundtrack, Two Worlds. So I just can't wait to be king versus two worlds. Anyone? Anyone want it? I can start it. Um, This kind of falls into the same pattern of not my favorite Lion King song. Okay. So I'm going to have to go with 
think Phil, I think for me, Phil gets a win here. Phil gets a win here. Okay. I just can't wait to be king is one of those songs that not only do you, do you sing to it, but you dance. So, you know, everybody look left, everybody look right. Everywhere you look, I'm, you know, like you can sing, you can dance and there's three different singers. So, you know, you got, you change your voice the whole time. Like you and I like must have a hot to hot. Like, you know, like I think it's time that you and I, but like the Zazu part and like young Nala, like, uh, you know, there's an elephant, you know, blowing his, like, uh, his, like, like making his, like, yell, like, you know, you can make the animal noises, uh, you know, but, um, yeah, Phil Collins is not going on completely in the second round. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta go Phil Collins here. Am I the decider? No, we both no. went Phil no, we both went Phil Collins. Oh, thank God. I, I, was, I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, when I write that letter to him, like, I didn't quit on you. <laughs> they quit on you. <laughs> Two worlds, one family. I mean, this is literally, it was literally the closing line of Matt's best man speech to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I just had to hype up. I, ju I just can't wait to be king a little bit before I send it on its way, you know? No, it's it's the it's the goodbye it needed, and I appreciate that. Ma'am. Elite eight. Tevin Campbell. Ugh. 16 eye to eye versus Aladdin, whole new world. Yikes. I mean, if we're talking longevity, and we're talking quintessential Disney, not just how we're feeling right now and how we'll feel later. I think a whole new world is going to hold up more than I die. I love I die. That song is phenomenal, but whole new world is just to me too much of a staple to walk away from. So I'm picking whole new world. So when, when Disney, um, like, but uh, when, when like, I, I I don't know, like, like obviously you got all like the the years and uh, and everything on it, but like, was Aladdin one of the first like, like I'm gonna have all these songs in like one of their Disney movies? Like, is is it an an older one? Like for like all these like like was did that like kickstart the whole like music train of all their movies? So that Aladdin was, was the '90s, 90, wasn't it? Yeah, it was either '92 or '93. Was Aladdin? like I know there's like you know there's songs in like in like. Cinderella there's songs in all Disney movies like that's why we're obviously doing that but I feel like like with our generation like Aladdin was like where it all like started okay. and right whole new, whole new world great I mean it's 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 it could easily win it I don't think eye to eye can win this thing and I'm not going for right. an upset because I have a biased side eye because I love me some power line and some Tevin Campbell, you know, I'm also going to have to vote uh whole new world. Wait, let me up. stop you. Let me stop you. I was going to say, I hate, I hate, I hate to <laughs> if you it. wanted to do it did not, and go with your bias, you're the true winner could still come out here. So if you want to change your vote, feel free to do it right now. Oh, all right. I, 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 I want, I want eye to eye to win this whole thing. I really do. 
a whole new world. Like, but you you don't think about these matchups. Like, I mean, I'm sitting here saying that there that there's gonna be a Phil Collins Final Four, and we got one Phil Collins song left. And it's not even the best one. I'm being it's honest. not even the best one. I was just gonna say that if we did a Phil Collins Final Four, this would not be the one that's left. But <laughs> matchups are matchups. Matchups are matchups, and uh, except Phil Collins got fucked by the seating. Um, uh, te- yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going eye to eye. I'm going eye to eye. Well, you whole- don't have to worry about it because it's you're not going to win. Because I'm going a whole new world. <laughs> I can show for the for your previous argument that I made you change. Just let me. I'm gonna let me get when you when you do the editing. Just voice my uh, transcribe it. Put my voice in there. Everything that was said. The editing. Do you do editing for this? No, he doesn't edit. Have you listened to them? He doesn't edit anything. I've I've only edited one, and it was the Matt's brother, Nick. His, like, Wi-Fi went out, so I had to combine two. That was the only time I ever had to do it. This is uncut. It's because that kid doesn't leave the basement. That's why. There, I said it. Nick, I hope you're listening. Yeah. Whole new world's moving on. Now we have Can You Feel a Love Tonight versus... I can go the distance. Oh my God. I mean, both of those songs, when he said the title, I started, and can you feel the love? I mean, it's Elton John. I mean, like the dude literally won a Grammy for it, but for me, go the distance, go, go the distance. I said earlier, that is my motivation. That is my, it's the best song in in the in that movie by Longshot, as Matt said, he's not, you know, there's Hercules, you know, soundtrack fans, and then there's Go the Distance. But Go the Distance is easily to me one of the best, if not the best Disney song. I got Go the Distance moving on. Matt. Can you feel the love tonight? And I can go the distance. This is a this. This one's a tough one because I can go the distance. It stands alone. Like I don't have to think about the Hercules movie to really get it going. Can you feel the love tonight? I I can't. It's associated with the movie with me, and that's a good thing. But if we're doing if we're if this is Disney songs and not like which movie I like more, maybe I think I think I have to stick with I can go the distance because. It does stand alone as a great song. Can you feel the love tonight? It just, I think my favorite part of that song is when Timon and Pumbaa are talking in the beginning. And if can't, can't you see what's happening? What? <laughs> and they don't have a clue. Boom. <laughs> They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line our trio's down to two. Boom. <laughs> Hercules, go the distance. We'll do just that. I'm also picking go the distance. I didn't think it would it would make it to uh, Final Four. Oh, you're a fool. Well, it's a great standalone song, but I didn't know if it was going to hold up against the others. I think I think, it, I, think it, I think it did have some favorable uh, seating there too. The matchups, the matchup. I mean, what was the last one? The last one was a tough one. What was the last one? The last one was the split. 
Son of Man? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, that's that. Son of Man. That should be a championship matchup. That's a championship level matchup right there yeah. that we had in the in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I was not fair. Son of Man over. Can you feel the love tonight? But oh, absolutely. Uh, other side, bare necessities. I'll make a man out of you. I know where my vote lies. Go ahead and say it. Say it. Say it. I'm going Mulan. Bare necessities. If you subtract me picturing you doing the dance, I don't really think it's it's a song that I would play regularly. I'll make a man out of you. I can sing at any point in the day. I love it. So are you saying that I've made the Bare Necessities a better song? With visual aids? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You better believe I'll take it. However, I will also be going with Mulan. Yep, that's beep, And uh, Mulan's in the final four. Where it belongs. Where it belongs. Yeah. Um, Bare Necessities is an elite eight, elite eight song. It's a, it made it exactly where it needed to be. Based on matchup, maybe Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Maybe Elite yep. Eight's a little bit surprising. That's where it belonged. It's out. I'm okay with it. Moving on. Hakuna Matata. Two worlds. Who wants it? Matt, start us off. <laughs> this is not fair to me. Okay, so two worlds. Obviously, such a great song. Hakuna Matata, live my life by it. Oh, this is so not fair. Um, what song am I going to listen to more? I got I to gotta kind of put a caveat on it here. Like, I, all right, I'm driving in the car and I'm trying to play a Disney song. Am I playing Two Worlds, One Family, or am I playing Matata? That might have changed it for me. It's that's a tough. I mean, if, if that's the way I'm doing it, oh no. I'll tell you. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is bad radio, but I'm, I am actually struggling with this one. <laughs> trying to. I mean, I, I okay. can say mine. I'm going to go. Better. Okay, go for it. Based on what you just said to me, and we're talking quintessential Disney song, which one are we playing if somebody says, hey, put a Disney song on? As much as I would love for them to put two worlds on, I think I'm more jazzed if I hear Hakuna Matata in that moment. Okay, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to say two worlds and we're going to finally let Kevin make a decision. (laughs) (laughs) He thought he was getting out of it. So uh, uh, Lion King and Pocahontas were made at the same time with Disney. Disney put the uh, A-list like visual effects people and like all the animators on Pocahontas and they let the B-team Put, do Lion King. Lion King blew Pocahontas on the water money wise. I made so much more money with like the B team. They threw in so many like little like like hidden like messages. They put like SFX like for special effects like in like the stars like yeah. kind of like a little like stamp on it. But my favorite part of uh, Hakuna Matata is the transition from uh, um, uh, Simba going from the cub to the 
to f- full-blown lion the transition when they're like walking on the log and they're like nodding their head back and forth and he's he's slowly growing it's going from night to day to night and he, you know his hair is growing longer every single time and then it breaks into it means no worries for the rest of your days like that is awesome and little fun fact about it matthew broderick who voiced adult uh, adult simba was a like trained um broadway uh star like pl- like trained singer amazing singer and they didn't even use him for the voice they went like they outsourced it to another singer and got the best bang for their buck they got everything for it uh even the the young um uh simba like he did not get paid in cash he got paid in royalties and he became a millionaire because of the two songs that he sang and um yeah uh i'm gonna go with kuna matata moving on um i feel i feel good about it because i I really think that's the way i was leaning but i did want to have you have to make a decision and uh i appreciate all the inside knowledge there i I learned some things as well so it's trivial trivial arguments you know you little i had to sprinkle in a little bit of trivia yeah on some on some disney songs final four We've got Aladdin, Hercules, Mulan, Lion King. Four different movies. Whole New World versus I Can Go the Distance. All right. Um, you want to go first? No, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go last, and you can leave me to a. Potential decider. I going early uh, in the first couple rounds, and I'm really paying for it now. Matt, do you want to go, or do you want me to go? I think I think I I think I'm ready for this one. Okay, a whole new world. I can go the distance. I can go the distance as a standalone song. Yes, a whole new world. I definitely associate with Aladdin. That's the same argument I used in the previous round. However, of songs I've listened to more in my life. Run a Disney kick, a whole new world makes the list immediately. It might even be the first song I plug into Spotify when I'm in a Disney mood. So therefore, I am going to go with a whole new world. Even though, like I, I'm using the exact argu- opposite argument I used to make <laughs> to make the do. But it's, it's, the it's beauty what of- it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. The new round, new round, new me. So, name of the game, Disney songs. When I think Disney song, I think probably, if not in the, you know, first two, definitely top three, I'm saying a whole new world. If somebody says, hey, I'm about to play a Disney song, what do you want to hear? I'm probably saying a whole new world, first, second, third. Um, As a standalone song, Go the distance. I think that could be, I think that's a good song regardless of Disney. But if I'm in a Disney mood, I'm not initially thinking go the distance. I'm thinking whole new world. I can do it. I've done it karaoke. I've done both parts. No way. You didn't just just say it one more time. So people really, real listeners really know that you taunting. 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 I'm picking a whole new world 
and I'm picking a whole new set of friends after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Cinderella story has come to an end. I've been fighting for go the distance since since round one. Uh, had to had to use a swing boat to get on to the second second or third round. Uh, hate you know hate to see it go. Um, go the distance. Still number one in my heart. Um, hate to see it, but hey, final four. You know, hell of a ride. We we got to cut down some nuts to get here. You know, <laughs> it sounds. I'll go. I can go the distance. Suffered from Hercules not being anybody's favorite Disney movie. Yep. Yep. Like I said, I would, I'd like go the distance as a standalone song, not as like a Disney song. So if I'm thinking Disney, right. I'm thinking whole new world. That's what, and, that's, that's what hurt it in the long run. Both parts. Both parts. Oh, there's a boy and a girl part. That'd probably be good for karaoke. I'll so, make a man out of you. Mulan. Hakuna Matata. Lion King. Can you repeat them again just so I can have another second to think about it, please? Uh, Mulan, Disney film, I'll Make a Man Out of You, 23 Seed, 14 Seed, Lion King, Mantra, Hakuna Matata. It's my credo. No regrets. I mean, both songs technically could be like inspirational songs like motivational songs what do you mean technically no technically there they are they it's not a technicality taunting i'm i i i know my answer okay and are you trying to give it away or are you waiting for somebody else to... no let's let, let's let len make the decision because i have a feeling that yours and mine are going to be different Kevin. so you go ahead and go first I'm going Mulan. I'll make a man out of you. I know I just gave that whole spiel about Hakuna Matata, but Mulan (laughs) is, um, I mean, that's, nothing gets, you know, a crowd more fired up. I mean, we were there, you know, we, we We were there. We were there. We were there. That was, uh, I mean, we opened and closed that bar. That bar didn't start until we got there. (laughs) They were going to close until we called and said, are you open? (laughs) They didn't know what hit them. They thought we were just a couple of bowls loose in the China shop. (laughs) I was going to my Donna's deck t-shirt for this, uh, actually in uh, memory of, uh, of that night. But um, yeah, I got Mulan moving on. I know I, like I just gave that whole spiel, but I mean, Donny Osmond just kills it in the, uh, with that. I mean, it's, it's it's an all-time. It's an all-time great. Okay. That's that's the route I thought you were going to go, and that's the route that I also wanted to go until I think back to a little Matt sitting on the couch listening to Kuna Matata. And then I can fast forward to, like, preteen Matt also listening to Kuna Matata. And then you fast forward even more. You can do every stage of my life. And what was there? The one constant. A problem-free philosophy that I still, to this day, live my life. If, if, if I could 
get a tattoo of it without being a total douche, I would. <laughs> and about <laughs> I almost got a Hakuna Matata tattoo on my calf. Right. And then to know that like the people the the people who actually get that tattoo, it's like I don't want to be associated with them, but it does mean that much to me. Yeah. So I'm glad it was an almost for you because that would have been embarrassing if I just called you out straight like that. It's like, oh, you haven't seen my calf tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> but I am going to go with Hakuna Matata. That leaves Len the impossible decision of picking this one. I do feel like this may be the championship. This may be the decider of who wins it all. Hakuna Matata. Great song. I'll make a man out of you. Great song. Lion King, better movie than Mulan. Lion King all around, better soundtrack than Mulan. Hakuna Matata is not my favorite song on the soundtrack. I'll tell you that. Um, If I'm thinking quintessential Disney, I'm thinking Hakuna Matata. If I'm thinking all around song for any mood make a man out of you if we're putting it all together my deciding factor is what'll get the boys going (laughs) (laughs) i think it's uh i'll make a man out of you all right is good i'll make a man out of you is a crowd pleaser i'm saying mulan do it for the boys. Do it for the boys. Oh, hey, I have no qualm about that, even a little bit, because that's such a hard decision. It's probably the right decision. It is, I know what, it is the right decision. Now let's I'll move on to this championship round. I'll make a man out of you. Whole new world. Disney songs. Bracket. I feel better about I'll make a man out of you. I wasn't sure it was going to make it all the way through if we were put, putting it up against like hardcore Disney songs like Lion King soundtrack, Tarzan. I thought Tarzan would, you know, roll, but that's what happens when you have one of the greatest singers in the world. You know, some of the better songs are in, you know, Genesis or him solo, you know, it just has too many good songs. So if we were doing a Phil Collins bracket. Su- studio. Yeah, I mean, studio is a banger. Um, pretty much anything, anything that man touches is gold. But all right, he's not in the he's not in the championship. You gotta you gotta. It's okay. The apology letter. The apology letter. You probably have half written it already. That's all okay. I've been doing while you guys have been talking. <laughs> Whole new world. I'll make a man out of you. Who wants to start? I thought this was you starting. <laughs> nah. <laughs> like 33 minutes ago. Um, why don't we just like trade, right, like I totally change it up know. for the listeners? We've done 64 of these rounds already. Why don't we just all shout it at the same time and see what moves on? <laughs> well, this is the last one. Yeah, that's, that's not how Zoom works. That's not how Zoom works. Well, yeah, it moves on to the editorials. If we all shout it out, it would just go silent. So we can't do that. But that's not I'll true. start us I, off. I would have shouted it. What? No, no, I'm saying you could do it, but Zoom, literally the Zoom itself won't let three people talk at once. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I'm going to start us off. 
And I might not go the direction that everybody thinks I'm going based on the fact I just did not vote for this in the last round, but <laughs> it's I'll make a man out of you. And it's, it's, I can go back flip flop. It's a standalone song. Lion King is the better movie. I'm sorry. That was the last bet. Aladdin is the better movie still. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it has to be, I'll make a man out of you. Uh, I, I think, I think we knew what was going to win before we even started this thing. Um, I mean, we, we had to go through a couple different battles, you know, we had a few favorites here and there, but Mulan, I'll make a man out of you. I mean, it's an instant favorite at parties. It was uh, immediately popular right off the bat. It's it's the all around best Disney song, and I have no problem crowning a champion over any song. Uh, Whole new world. You, I think you said it uh, best, Len. Like, it's a one, two, or three when you ask for a Disney song, but the number, but there's a clear cut one, and it's Mulan. I'll make a man out of you. I was hoping that you bastards weren't going to split. <laughs> so I had to do the dirty work. I love a whole new world. I would it's die sword if it wasn't, I'll make a man out of you winning this whole damn thing. If Philly C-State couldn't be the winner, it's, it's Donny Osmond all the way. Say goodbye to those who knew me. <laughs> I'm comfortable with it. it. It wasn't an easy task. Um, I thought it would definitely be Final Four. I thought it, I never really thought Hakuna Matata would get past any Phil Collins. But that's why we play the game. That's showbiz, baby. That was clap it up. Clap it up. Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable bracket, everybody. Unbelievable. Be a man. And now for the next three minutes, we'll be singing all the Disney songs. <laughs> well, I'm going to pick a song out of a hat and we're all going to sing it. <laughs> if there's anybody left listening, <laughs> this is what you've been waiting for. You've been yeah, shouting into the void for God knows how long. But is this going to be split up into two or is it going to be a seven hour long podcast? Seven hour, baby. Unedited. <laughs> cancel proof. <laughs> These are just... Oh. Thoughts of, of three three good friends. Three just just three grown ass men picking the a bracket of Disney songs. And I'm okay with it. I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted to do this podcast with anybody else, guys. I appreciate that. I mean, and if we're bringing it all the way back, it was the three of us who kind of put this song on the map. Mulan, not a great movie. When I, I, the three of us I, together singing this song. I think you can make it a classic. I don't necessarily agree with you, Len. I think one's a great movie. I think I yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you also, Len. I, I I'm a big Mulan fan. I think Len's a racist. <laughs> I think we just found out Len's a racist. Well, it's because of the song. The song makes it a good movie. Without that song, that movie's nothing. I disagree with that. I think Mulan's a fantastic movie. I think when you were comparing it to The Lion King, of course, The Lion King is uh better movie but it's it's uh they're both 
quality flicks. You know, when you go to the mountaintop, it's hard to come back down, but you know, that's where it is. In the final four songs, Mulan was the worst movie. Yes. Lion King, Hercules, Aladdin. Disagree. Mulan for me was the worst. Hercules is the worst. Yeah, Hercules is worse, no doubt. I I would put Mulan over Aladdin too. It's hard because it's like one feels like a classic and one doesn't. I mean, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> I mean, b- both have got the the Disney live uh, live action remake treatment. You know, that's you know, Disney knows what they're doing by putting out the ones that are going to make the money. And Mulan obviously made enough money, even though in the live action remake they didn't even have any songs. But you know, Mulan is a franchise band. Because they knew it was so great that you couldn't touch it, that it'll never be, never be, be redone or duplicated. And it was they hit a home run with the first one, and they knew not to touch it. I think um, when I was looking up songs for this, or was classic, or uh, like looking up the years, um, I read the Hercules Wikipedia page, and it said as of April. 2021 they're putting in the works a hercules live action remake <laughs> so and so i'll watch it. it yeah so we I'll had watch. it right i mean out of the disney remakes we had picked lion king we picked aladdin mulan hercules would be the next one beauty and the beast obviously was another one but there uh bangers. i almost said bare necessities no jungle book was the jungle other. book yeah Jungle Book's the one that started off, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That, that guy started pretty much the whole Marvel uh, thing with Iron Man. and Star then Wars, he, yeah. Then uh, he started doing the live-action uh, Disney ones, too. Yeah, he did Marvel, Disney, and then uh, Star Wars, like Mandalorian and stuff. So yeah. single-handedly yeah. is uh, keeping Disney running. <laughs> Let's not torture our listeners any longer with this making this podcast any longer. Uh, right. Let's uh, let's uh, end this right. thing. Uh, that's all we got for episode fifteen. Uh, that's right; it's still episode fifteen, <laughs> regardless <laughs> of what the uh, bracket decided. Phil Collins for life. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 die on this hill. Uh, I'd like to thank our guests Matt and Casey for joining us for the sixth and third time, respectively. Uh, follow our official Instagram account at Trivial Arguments, even though there has been trivia in a while. <laughs> if you're feeling quite randy, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, you can argue with us whenever the heck you want, over this, over anything, really. We uh, we love arguing. Uh, we encourage it, even. Say goodbye, Matt. Say goodbye, Keishi. Bye, everybody. Thanks for sticking around this long, if you're even hearing this. It's been a true pleasure, boys. See ya. I'm exhausted. Uh, that was a pleasure. Phil Collins for life. <laughs>